السلام عليكم ورحمة الله وبركاته الحمد لله رب العالمين ولا عدوان إلا على الظالمين والصلاة والسلام على أكرم الأولين والآخرين ورحمة الله للعالمين سيدنا محمد وعلى آله وصحبه أجمعين ثم أما بعد Dear brothers and sisters, may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala accept your good deeds. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make your life easy and make Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make your religion stronger and your faith more and more firm, inshallah. Dear brothers and sisters, as today is a bank holiday, you may be aware and we have, mashallah, plenty of young people today and plenty of people who are not usually able to attend Jumu'ah in this masjid because of their working elsewhere. So inshallah, we would like to tackle a topic that would be beneficial for all types of uh, ages here. And that's why, inshallah, today we'll be speaking about lessons from the story of Prophet Yusuf. I think the majority of us, if not all of us, are aware of the story of Prophet Yusuf and what happened. But obviously we have a few minutes to cover what we can cover, so we will comment on the, uh, some of the core lessons of the story. We know Yusuf alayhi salam, he was a young boy and he had 11 other brothers, one of whom was his full brother and the others were, were elders to him. So we are told in the Quran about the story of Prophet Yusuf alayhi salam and that their, his brothers were jealous of him. Why? Because they thought that his father or their father loves Yusuf more than he loves them. And in order to handle this issue, they resorted to a plan. And the plan was to kill Yusuf or to throw him in the desert so he would lost, be lost or die himself. The point is, Ya'qub gave extra care and extra attention to Yusuf And that what aroused the jealousy of the brothers. They said Yusuf and his brother are more beloved to our father than we. Indeed, our father is in plain error. If you had children who have different lifespans, or have different, uh, more than three, four years in between each child and the other, you would recognize that you would give more attention to the younger one. And the older one has received the same attention when he was at the same stage of life. A baby, you will not give the baby attention equal to someone who's grown up. Obviously the baby needs more. And that's why when one of the Arabs was asked, who of your children is more beloved to you? He said, the younger one until he grows up, and the one who's sick until he recovers, and the one who is absent until he comes back. Because we all love our children equally. But if you have a child, for example, who has learning, learning difficulty or special needs, obviously you give him extra attention. And that's what Yaqub he was a prophet of Allah, and he will never do injustice. And it's one of the gravest sin in Islam to do injustice to your children or to treat them unequally, irrespective of their gender. So Yusuf السلام, was receiving extra attention from the father because he was young. He was a young boy, 
three, four, five years old. And the other ones, when they were accusing their father of injustice, they say, and we are a strong bond. How come in, the, in these times and until the times of Jahiliya and even by, until the time of Prophet Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, there was no policing system, there was no regular army, so you get protection through your family members. Others are afraid of attacking you because if they attack you, your family members will react. And this is how the system works. So the ones who win the bread and the ones who give the protections are the ones who are the most valuable. However, because they are now mature and able to win their bread and spend on the family, and because they are now mature and able to defend the family, they need less attention. And so their justification, how come the love of our father to our young brother is more, even though it is we who are the strong bond who provide the bread and the protection, is the same answer to their claim. Because you are strong, you don't need that level of attention or level of care. So, Yusuf saw a dream, and in the dream, he saw 11 stars or planets together with the sun and the moon prostrating before him. What happened? He went and told the dream to his father. And this is where we need to stop for a while. Is your relationship with your child that of the type that will allow your child to come to you and relate everything big and small to you? like Yusuf did. This is something that we need to ponder. Sometimes our children and all children do something wrong. And when he comes and tells you that, I have done that. The way you react to him will determine whether your child will tell you lies or will tell you the truth after that. I've broken the window. I've knocked your car. You shout at him, you scream at him, you punish him. Obviously next time he will, when this happens and he does it, he'll tell you the boy next door have, did it. Because he is afraid of your angry response. But when you have a healthy relationship with your child, Dad, I broke the window. Are you okay, Darson? Don't worry about the window, but please try not to do this again. The most important thing is, are you fine? Have you been hurt? Try to avoid that type of act next time because I'm worried about you. So you encourage the child, you absorb him, you give him confidence in himself. So when he does something wrong after that, then he will come and tell you. But if you shout and yield and scream at him, obviously he will not tell you the truth after that. So have a healthy relationship with your child and let them confide in you so that when they do anything good or bad, they will come and tell you. So you have the ability to remedy that wrong that has done and give them encouragement for the good thing that they have done. And Yusuf went to his dad. Yusuf is a young boy a few years old, and his dad is a prophet of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Oh dad, I have seen in my dream 11 stars and the sun and the moon prostrating themselves before me. As a young boy, he didn't understand what this means, but the father as a prophet, he understood. After all, respective of the interpretation of the dream, it means that this boy is, well, is going to have a very distinguished position in the future. And his brothers are already jealous of him. This will increase the jealousy of the brothers. Why the sun and the moon and the living stars, which can easily be interpreted as the living brothers, are prostrating before Yusuf and not before any other child. What was the reaction of the father? 
a protective father will know that not everything valid can be said and not everything good can be told to others. Even to brothers and sisters, if you know there is some type of jealousy therein. We are told in the hadith of the Prophet if you see a good dream, go and tell people about it. A bad dream, don't tell about it. But this is for the people who love you and people who care about you. But if you know someone, even he could be your brother or sister who is jealous of you, who might harm you, then wisdom dictates that you don't tell about this. If we look at the mass media, like we got uh, Facebook, uh, we've got uh, Twitter, Instagram, whatever, people tend to share every single thing in their life and there. Ah, I've eaten today curry. I've eaten lamb curry. I've eaten that. And they put this, the picture of the food over there. I've went to this. I bought this new shirt. I bought this. I've done that. This is my new father. My, my, my father's new car. The Prophet says, Envy is true. Evil eye is true. So don't share everything with everybody. You don't know who loves you and who dislikes you. The Prophet who is the best of the humans. No, people didn't agree on him. Even people don't agree on Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So there will always be someone who hates you or someone who does not like good for you. So try to be very considerate and very economical in the things you share with others and share the good things only with people whom you are certain that they love you and they wish good for you. And even in this regard, in this regard, don't share everything. So the wisdom of the Prophet of Allah was don't tell your brothers about that. As a child, if you tell him your brothers hate you, he might develop bad feelings against them. But what was the justification? They will make a plan against you. Why would they make a plan against you? Not because your brothers are bad, even though they had bad intentions at that time. And he was aware of that. Not because they are evil. Not because they hate you. Why? Because the shaitan is clever enough to put, to put animosity and hatred in the hearts of your brothers. That's why when we are put in an awkward situation, when we have to settle a dispute between two or more of our own children, then we don't blame one and don't reproach one at the expense of another. We try to blame it on other factors like the shaitan and, and the desires, etc. So be considered even when you blame, even when you criticize, don't criticize in a direct way. Blame things on the shaitan. Yes, that's why Prophet Yaqub said to his son, for indeed the shaitan is a clear enemy to man. If your brothers want to do any evil to you, that was because of the shaitan. And that shaitan is going to drive them to do something bad to you. And do not share that dream. Again, I repeat it. The mass media that we have nowadays, even we have WhatsApp, we have uh, Facebook, Twitter, whatever, everything we share. Look, I've done this today. I've done that today. I've done today. And you end up having trouble in your life. Why? Because you might have something that others are trying to acquire for a number of years and they couldn't. And you got it very easily. Once you put it, once you share it, then it's out of your hand and the feelings, only Allah can control the feelings. And then they will start envying you, having evil eye against you and you will be suffering. They don't know what other difficulties and hardships you are going in life. They think you have the heaven and earth. But 
be cautious and do not share everything with everyone and even the good things share it with very limited circle of the people whom you are hundred percent certain that they love you and when you go through difficulty and when you go through hardship then invoke the story of Yusuf and what happened to him we all know how the story started and how it came to an end and in between was the establishment of Yusuf السلام, on earth. I'll stop here and continue in the khutbah, inshallah. Jazakumullah khira. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullah. Alhamdulillah, ya rabbil alameen. Lam yazal fi ulahu samiyya. قطرة من فيض عطاياه تملأ الأرضريا ونظرة بعين رضاه تجعل الكافر وليا أنزل على نبيه ومصطفاه قرآنا بهيا تلك الجنة التي نورث من عبادنا من كان تقيا والصلاة والسلام على أكرم خلق الله محمد بن عبد الله Dear brothers and sisters, we talked about one lesson from the story of Prophet Yusuf and that was the lesson of the jealousy between the brothers and how as a father you should contain your child and even when there is some sort of dispute or discord or hatred between your own children, how you approach this. And do not reproach and do not condemn. And if you have to say something that is not good, you ascribe it to the shaitan, not to the fact that or to the description that your, your other child is evil or has evil intentions. As Yaqub said to Yusuf, do not relate your story to your brothers. And otherwise, they will make a plan against you for what? Why would they make a plan? the shaitan is a clear enemy to mankind also sharing things with others should be very restricted particularly what our youngsters and even the grown-ups do nowadays on social media sharing everything even the meals that they are eating or the clothes that they are buying no even your brothers and sisters if you are not hundred percent sure that they love you and wish good for you don't share this type of information with them always have a healthy relationship with your father and as a father a healthy relationship with your child let them confide in you when they have a problem when they have something good or bad big or small they will come and talk to you with truth about it otherwise they will go and speak to bad friends and they will develop bad relationship with bad people that they will result in the final suffering of your whole family the second lesson we learn is that when your child or when you tell your child something that is not good or that is could be perceived as bad try to console them try to comfort them look at what Yaqub said to Yusuf Yaqub said to Yusuf after he said that this might arouse the jealousy or the already existing jealousy of your brothers against you and you make a plan against you for the shaitan is so clever in this but at the end, Allah will select you. And Allah will teach you the interpretation of the events. Allah will perfect his favors upon you as he did upon your fathers and forefathers. So always end with a good note. 
end with a good note and place the confidence in the child by praising them and if there is anything bad try to end with a good interpretation to make the child feel at ease and comfort obviously after you have made the warnings clear to them we know what happened Yusuf was placed by his brothers in the bottom of the well and he was taken as a slave into Egypt and this was the establishment of Yusuf, the start of the establishment. Now he's a free man, he's the noblest according to the Prophet when he was asked who is the noblest of man, he said if you're asking about lineage then Yusuf for he is a prophet, son of a noble prophet, son of a noble prophet, son of a noble prophet. So nobody had that series of prophethood in his progeny like Yusuf However, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala took him through a long test. He was sold, he was separated from his father when he was a young boy. And he was sold as a slave. But this led him away to the kitchen of the running of the state in the civilization of that time, which was Egypt. This is the beginning of establishment. Whenever you go through difficulty, don't think that this is the end. No, most likely it is the beginning. Always grants come through hardships the grants come through hardships and difficulties if you are keeping your duty towards Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala then listen to this beautiful hadith of the Prophet and this is particularly addressed to our youngest people when someone loses his job when a child goes through difficulty in his education when he has a problem in learning or learning difficulty they think they have been deprived of a lot when a child loses his father or mother at a young age the Prophet was the person who went through this, even he was the most beloved to Allah. Why? To tell you that it doesn't mean that you lost someone who is dear to you, even he could be your father or mother when you are in need of them. It doesn't mean Allah dislikes you. No, because Allah loves the Prophet the most and Allah deprived him of his father before he's born, of his mother and of his great-grandfather when he was a young boy. Why? Because the lesson is for the following generations to look at the difficulties and the hardship at the start of grants from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wants to take you through stages of difficulty so you are trained enough to go through the difficulties of life. So Yusuf salam, the start of his establishment on earth was when he was put in the house of the Aziz, who was like the minister or the prime minister the second most important person in the state. And then we know what happened when he grew up and the wife of the Aziz sought to seduce him. Now we pause here for a while. Unfortunately, we live in a non-Muslim community. Even though it has a lot of positive things more than our own countries, yet every community has some negativities. And some of the negative things in the community in which we live is unfortunately the unrestricted mixing between the two sexes and we live now in the information technology age where you can find anything that you wish halal or haram unrestrictedly on social media on the internet and when you go in real life positions most of the schools are mixed and out particularly the teenagers this is a very the age of 10 and between the age of 10 of 17 a very serious and critical part of your child's development in that time you need to equip your child and obviously before that but at that time you increase the dose 
with the fear and the love of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. If you don't fill their times with positive things, they will fill it with negative things. You need to give them Yusuf alayhi salam as the rule model. In the famous hadith of the Prophet in which he stated the seven types of people who will be granted the shade of Allah on the day of judgment, he said, A young man who is brought up or who is raised in the worship of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So why don't you take this and grant it to your own child to raise him up in the worship of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And the second type of person, A man whose heart is attached to the masjid. When you come to the masjid and bring your child with you, he's brought up on this. And the third, which relates more to Prophet Yusuf is that what? وَرَجُلٌ دَعَتْهُمْ رَأَةٌ ذَاتُ مَنْصِبٍ وَجَمَالٍ فَقَالَ إِنِّي أَخَافُ اللَّهِ A man who is seduced by a woman who has authority and beauty, but he refrains saying, I fear Allah. Who did this? It is the noble Yusuf, son of the noble, son of the noble, son of the noble. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to make us like Yusuf alayhi salam and to make our children like Yusuf alayhi salam. Udu Allah ta'ala. بسم الله والحمد لله والصلاة والسلام على رسول الله وعلى آله وصحبه ومن والاه ثم أما بعد. When Yusuf was seduced by the woman who brought him up, the wife of the man who made his stay agreeable, what was his reaction? قال معاذ الله. He said, I seek refuge in Allah. If your child is brought up according to the deen of Allah subhanahu wa taala and given religious instruction, that how that that would be the way he would react. The first would come to his mind when he is about to do something evil or wrong, he would remember Allah. He said, I seek refuge in Allah. And then Allah will protect him. Yusuf didn't say, I won't do that. I'm strong enough to resist. No, you don't refrain from evil in your confidence in yourself, but in your confidence in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. I seek refuge in Allah. Because if you are left to yourself, you will never be able to resist. Ma'adh Allah, I seek refuge in Allah. Always remember Allah. He is my Lord. Who is his Lord? The man who brought him up. The wife of the woman. He made my stay agreeable. He was kind to me. What do we learn from this? When someone does good to us, it is not befitting to do bad to them. It's not befitting to do bad at any time. But it becomes more and more necessary to observe the etiquettes of Islam when someone has done good to you. Don't return the evil. With a similar evil, what about returning the good with evil? This what we need to teach to our children. We need to be chaste and pure. We have our unique Muslim identity. Whatever your friends do at who at, at the school or they did in their clubs or in the streets, you are different. We share the good and we discard the bad. And teach them the stories of the Prophet. Other than teaching them the, the stories of the fictions of the, of the people, of the cartoons, teach them Yusuf, what we learn from his story. Always seek refuge in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Always, when you go to social media, know that Allah is watching over you. As Yusuf responded, Allah is watching over me. Even though there could nobody, there is nobody in the room. All the rooms, all the doors are closed. But who is watching over you? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And we know, unfortunately, the most of us won't be able to resist this type of temptation, particularly when you are seduced by an extremely beautiful woman who has authority to harm you if you refuse. Many of us would respond, 
and many of us would accept this, particularly if you are threatened with imprisonment, but only those who take Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in their side will resist, as Yusuf said, we need to nurture our children on this. We need to monitor their contact with the outer world, particularly, again, the internet, the social media, what they learn in the school. And you need to teach them the true Islamic ethos to counter what the wrong thing they have learned from outside that you have no control over. These are some of the lessons that we learn from the story of Prophet Yusuf We'll stop here. There are more to say and there needs plenty of more hours inshallah maybe in another occasion dear brothers and sisters it's raining outside and it's also cold and we have plenty of brothers outside waiting for a space so the prophet urges us to accommodate one another so in time of necessity you're allowed to make sujood at the back of the person who's in front of you so that would save us a few stuff so if you stay just leave maybe 10 centimeters between you and the one who's next to you and then when you make sujood, try to make sujood on the back of the person next to you. There is nothing wrong with this and it's completely permissible. It's better than leaving our brothers outside in the rain, not being able to pray. So I would encourage all of you to do this and to come as close as possible and take as small space as you can. Get crowded in worshiping Allah. Allah will send his mercy and blessings upon you. اللهم اغفر لنا ذنوبنا وإسرافنا في أمرنا وثبت على الحق أقدامنا وانصرنا على أعدائنا اللهم اجعلنا ممن دعاك فأجبته واستهداك فهديته واستنصرك فنصرته وتاب إليك فقبلته اللهم طهر قلوبنا من النفاق وأعمالنا من الرياء وألسنتنا من الكذب وأعيننا من الخيانة إنك تعلم خائنة الأعين وما تخفي الصدور اللهم انصر إخواننا المستضعفين في كل مكان في سوريا وفي, سو وفي العراق وفي وفي فلسطين وفي بورما وفي كل مكان اللهم انصر الإسلام وعز المسلمين وأعلي بفضلك كلمتي الحق والدين اللهم احمنا واحمي أطفالنا وأولادنا من كل سوء اللهم اجعلنا ممن صار على طريقك واتبع سنة نبيك اللهم آتنا في الدنيا حسنة وفي الآخرة حسنة وقنا عذاب النار وادخلنا الجنة مع الأبرار برحمتك يا عزيز يا غفار أقول قولي هذا واستغفر الله لي ولكم والسلام عليكم ورحمة الله أقم الصلاة